On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're going to be talking about Byleth joining Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and everyone's reaction to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Ian Hank. Hi. Michael Huber. Hi. How's it going? It's pretty good, right? Good. That was a good one, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Good highs. Uh, the collection of Pikachus here has expanded by one today. Oh. Uh, the newest one here in the front and center That's is... Really Pikachu being scared by, I believe, a, is that a Diglett? Is that a Diglett? I love yeah. Diglett. Uh, it's popping out of some, uh, like, sour cream and onion Pugs dip. Tony Phil. Little Wait, vibes right here. Is Diglett the only other Pokemon cameo in all this? What there mean, any there's, other? No, there's there's a, uh, what's its face right here? Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, and then okay. there's a. Uh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. right there. So there's a few, there's a few. Yeah. But not always. So cool. there's one more for this set, Huber. And then, as I, I think I've told you, after the February one, which probably be Valentine's Day themed, yeah, uh, they're going to do a whole other year of uh, Day with Pikachu series. However, it's going to expand to be a Day with Pikachu and Eevee. Oh, Eevee! So it's be the two of them together. That's pretty doing dumb. stuff together in every toy. Yes, or the very, the very least, I think it's going to be them together. Oh, is what okay. I understood. You think you'll collect them, or you I just year one? Damiani, we know you're going to collect them. No, this was like specifically for the show. Oh, okay. So if someone wants to start doing that on their own and buying them and stuff, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is a little having to get up at a certain hour once a month for a random day. They never announced. This oh, last really? one, people actually figured out the day, but in general, it's a random day of the week. Wow, and funny. it's usually very early in the morning, our time. So it's kind of rough. I always like completed sets. It's giving me Shenmue vibes. Yeah. Complete the capsule set. And Get that axe. We're gonna hopefully we will complete it. And to allude to something that happened on a future episode, once the twelve are assembled here, uh, I will have Kyle Bossman on, and Kyle Bossman will rank all twelve of these <laughs> and explain why they ranked mm. each of them the way they rank them. That very should funny. be very entertaining. Oh, I hope it is. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm also gonna add. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna have myself and whoever the other panelist is pick what we think the o- Kyle's order will be. <laughs> oh, funny! And see how correct we are, and maybe we'll make him go ourselves. out of the room for that, though. Yeah, so he's not influenced. We'll make a game. I- I'm gonna actually ahead of time. I'm gonna have like on the cards, just have people write down. Oh, okay. uh, the other panelists write down their stuff. But it's yeah. got a hoodie on. So do you think it'll be his so most I'm gonna favorite give some or insight. least favorite? When Kyle saw that one, Kyle loved that I knew one. It. Yeah, this was the one I. He went said that's to a good yeah. design. Also, it's called Rainy Day Pikachu, if yeah. I recall. Yes, it is. So I like that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a side. <laughs> it's a little bit of pander right there. Yeah, a little. Pa- I There's do like the. I like the autumn leaves one though a lot. I like this one a lot too. Yeah. Um, and the, the surfing one, one for summer is surfing on a Psyduck side duck board. <laughs> Funny. Uh, or like an inflatable. Yeah, it's a little weird to me. It was my favorite one. Um, but all the other ones are pretty decent. Some of the spring ones are a little too samey, mm-hmm. like eating like food and then like playing with the flowers. And then the 4th of July one with the sparklers is like, yeah, kind of samey, but some good ones in here. Nice. Don't regret cool. it. Fun stuff. Very fun. Um, we're going to talk about some Super Smash Brothers stuff in a little bit, but first, uh, two headlines, some two quick news to go over, uh, both involving court cases and Nintendo. Nice. The first one is... I feel like we need the 
Yeah. Nintendo. Dun dun. On trial. Nintendo on trial. We need opening the law and order right now. Yeah. In the criminal justice system. Okay. So the first one involves a ruling that happened back in 2017 involving the Wii Remote. You might have heard about this one. Basically, a company had a patent. That sued Nintendo saying you infringed upon our patent for like the, your Wii Remote does. Uh, court ruled in uh, the other company's favor and ordered Nintendo to pay a lot of money to them. Uh, but Do we rec- know how much? Yes, $10.1 million was wow. what it was. But this now was huge. the ruling has been overturned. I'm curious, and this could be an hour-long question, but let's not make it so. Okay. Does Nintendo in this case, do they know their breaking a patent or do they just like do their tech and it's just like oh crap somebody already made this and pat- I mean, patented that's, it that's what you have to prove in court <laughs> yeah, that's, the, uh, that's what the yeah, courts the are for case, yeah. and of course each side has their own narrative and wow. as you'll see here Nintendo's narrative was that they were they overreached with their patent so a Dallas federal court ruled that the patent asserted against the Wii Remote is no longer valid or is not was never valid actually sorry uh, that court concluded that iLife Technologies Inc uh, they were the ones who were suing uh, Nintendo. Uh, they were impermissibly trying to cover the broad concept of using motion sensors to detect motion. That was their. That was the statement from the judge. This ruling nullifies the 10.1 million U.S. dollar jury award against Nintendo from 2017. Wow! So uh, they don't have to pay them anymore. So they don't have to pay them anymore. Whoa. And also, good to note that this company had six patents originally and tried to apply all of them, use all of them against Nintendo. Initially, five of them were immediately dismissed. This is the only one that got, got through, it. and now so. And Hubert, to kind of yeah. answer your question with patents, mm. there is a thing called like patent trolling, where people just make patents and then sue people like wholesale. They just like they like shotgun sue people to just like it's like YouTube try copyright to yeah. claims. It's like scam wow. calling. It's like anything. Yeah, with the music well. stuff on YouTube where people say they own Tetris or whatever, and they don't own Tetris, right, but they're in another yeah. country. No one's gonna check. So it's like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and they I mean, fill like, out the right paperwork. Just, That's not to say that every suit totally. like this yeah. is, is a scam, totally, but totally. or or this people one necessarily. Advantage. But yeah, uh, dang, yeah, it's just. I I feel like this is a remnant from a time when we were hearing about like there this era of Nintendo getting sued a lot. I think it was people calling them like yeah patent trolls and stuff like that. That people are just like oh okay enough of this. Like is this? It seemed to be that the public opinion was more on Nintendo's side than uh, these other companies, Hmm. which was interesting to see because on the flip side, our next court case is going to make you feel. Like, Nintendo's the bad guy. Whoa. A little slimy here, in my opinion. Nintendo on trial. This this is a court case that that just happened last year in uh, in Europe. Uh, It was a court case against Germany and Norway over digital refunds for pre-orders. So Nintendo was suing two countries. So here's how... So how, how it worked was... Actually, no. Whoa. Nintendo wasn't suing, actually. So how it worked is that, um, sorry, Norway's Consumer Rights Council was uh, exploring the eShop because they had gotten some complaints about it and found that Nintendo did not allow for the cancellation of pre-orders at all on eShop, pre, uh, on the eShop, sorry, digitally, even for pre-release uh, like stuff. 
which they argued was a violation of not only Norwegian, but EU law. So I guess Norway is not fully part of the EU, but their laws are very similar to EU consumer protection. Yeah, they're so, they're like a yeah, like they they're not on the euro. To yeah. my, they still use the kroners. They but, approached Germany yeah. to help them try to basically bring this civil suit against Nintendo, essentially. Okay. Um, because they found like it would. That's what they decided to go, do. Strengthen um, it, yeah. So it finally went to it went finally into trial last November, and the ruling was that not allowing the cancellation of pre-orders was deemed legal by that by the German court. Decisions appealed, but the appeal won't be heard for up to a year and a half from now. So the current ruling Wait, stands. So they, so they deemed that Nintendo was right. Okay. They're okay it to do fine. it. Okay. And here was Nintendo's argument. This was a behind closed door case. So we're only hearing about it now because of that, but also a lot of the details haven't come out yet because a lot of like <laughs> gag orders and like sub- reporters weren't allowed in, blah, 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 stuff like that. Nintendo argued that because you can preload a game after pre-ordering, they didn't break any laws because it fulfill- fulfills the requirement of a sales contract by definition in, the year- in Europe. By Norwegian and, and European Union law. So they're saying because you downloaded something, even though you can't use it, you're getting what you paid they're for. They're saying yeah. it's service rendered yeah, because right. the process has begun. Um, yeah. So using a nice loophole there. Uh, but here's the thing. As some of our members in the EU community uh, point out, how this works is Nintendo apparently forces you to preload your game when you pre-order it. And that there's no option to just like say like well what if you don't preload it mm-hmm. and stuff. Apparently they know about this loophole uh, and are forcing it wow. on that. So I mean yeah, it doesn't ask you if you want to download it now. It just does it. Yeah. So you can see a little shady. Yeah. So the the, yeah. the quick... Sony does this too though. So yes, yeah, so like, this is the yeah. conversation I want to have is that PSN you can't get a refund for anything. So right? yeah. with Sony, from what I, I now have personal experience with this, but from consumers that have reported doing this, uh, if you call Sony. And if you your the conditions of your purchase meet certain requirements, they will issue a refund on a digital order oh, in okay. certain circumstances. But it's a pain in the ass to go yeah, through. Yeah, I'm it's sure not they don't easy make it to easy. do. Whereas Nintendo, it's a super extreme circumstances. Like apologizing about uh, Fire uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. Uh, they didn't announce to the Japanese audience it was going to be based on the Western version, the the version that. People like to call the censored version, even though it's just like, hey, just making it look a little bit like more reasonable and stuff. So they offered pre-orders in Japan refunds because, like, oh, we didn't communicate that to you. That was our fault. So this is an extreme situation, that of all things. But in general, they because like people's chests were smaller, Uh, the outfits and stuff, and yeah, stuff like that. But. They said, like, hey, we were they were worried that it was going to be deceptive practice or something like that. So, like, yeah, we got to offer that. But in general, like, you didn't like something. They're like, too bad you bought it. You know? yeah, yeah. So the conversation I want to have is basically real quick is that it's. I feel like it's fine to be a fan of a company, especially developers. More games, like being fans of games and developers and to be enthusiastic about that, I think that's healthy and fine. And I think it's, like, okay to, like, be excited about companies doing certain things, like releasing a game. But this also reminds you of the the sad reality when you know co- like companies are not always looking in your best interest. They're looking out for their own best interest, and this is the example. Of they're they're not your friend. Yeah. They are a business. They like it when you're happy and they're happy and things are going well. That's the perfect situation. But 
when it comes push comes to shove, they want to be happy over you not being happy if it means I'm getting more money. They want the largest number of consumers to be happiest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like, like if a minor- minority of people are going to be upset about something, but a majority won't care, they'll just go with that direction and stuff. Even when it you know comes to like something like this where you think consumer rights are being violated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I know this has some of it's our. It's like, dude, just let me get my five bucks back. Calm down. It's, a, it's like <laughs> you a know? pre-order. Well, five dollars down, like well, a month, like change Nintendo my mind. pre-orders, it's full it's the price. Full price. So yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Yeah, that there would be. A, just let me do a five dollar yeah. option. Because like, you know transactions and stuff like like the credit card fees and stuff yeah. like that. It's yeah. It's yeah. probably a nightmare on that. Yeah, and yeah. people can take advantage of it and stuff. But I'm on the side of but. like this is ridiculous. If the game, I don't care about preloading and stuff. It's like it's like your license gets revoked. Like on Steam, you can play the game for two hours and like or under certain conditions on Steam, and you don't like it. You fill the conditions. Who cares? Your license is revoked. You just lose the game. You don't. But have that was that was not always the case. Yeah. That was added due to public outcry yes. in, in no small part. This is what it needs to get to. Like yeah. people need to put pressure on these companies, and hopefully Sony and specifically Nintendo. Yeah. I think Nintendo is the worst of them right now need to have a policy similar to that that's more consumer friendly. I feel like it does come down to money in the sense that they don't want to hire more people because if you hire a ton of people, you could manage the like people calling in and doing right, that like right, right. that nitty-gritty book work of like all right, tell me your situation and I'll get you a refund if it meets the requirements. Like there does need to be maybe that's a a, a halfway measure or something, I don't know. On the other hand though, it's like I recently tried some new shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. and I determined that I was allergic to the shampoo mm-hmm. by like testing it on my arm and stuff after I like had a reaction. And so I wrote in, and I was like, hey, I really like the stuff. My hair felt great after I used all the stuff, but the shampoo made me allergic, and I'm pretty sure it's this ingredient. Do you have a way? And it's like a, where, a company where they formulate your own formula. And I was like, do you have a way to make me one without that in it. And they were like, no, we can't. That's like the main foaming agent. So like, we can't take that out. Um, but what, here's a full refund of, of all of it. That's pretty nice. And not just the product that messed me up, but the whole order. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't expect that, you know, like, so that, now I'm like, I like this company that I can't even use their stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like, I have yeah. goodwill for this company now. Yeah. Cause even though I cost them 90 bucks or whatever. And like, yeah. And, it's just like get more like, again. It's just so rigid, right? Yeah. I feel like so many things are just so rigid where it's just like, yeah, people can take advantage of this, but like if we have a system where maybe you know you get a refund, it's credit, it's digital credit, right? And then you know you can only have one refund for every three months or something, so you're not just like refund this, refund that, you know, to get yeah. to mark people that are trying to exploit it or take advantage. I agree. You know, if, if it's like this yeah. one game I want to return and I haven't made any returns ever, like, yo, I have a problem with this. Like, can I just get a return? I, I think that's correct. And yeah. honestly, I do think that the some companies obviously can provide returns very easily mm-hmm. um, because they can cover, like, the cost and stuff. Like, smaller, like, mom and pop shops – a little harder to like, you know. The, the, but the pro, po- the best policy is trying to make the customer happy within reason and stuff. Because like, even in Ian's instance here, though, like Ian can't use the product again. Mm-hmm. In other instances, like why Amazon might like refund you or something, so they want you to stay happy. They want you to come back. But like in this case, Heber, all the things you said were great. 
But it's, this is for pre-release. This is a pre-order. True, you haven't exactly. even touched it's, the game. It should there should be no exception to that rule. It should be like get the refund. Yeah. How are you abusing that? Unless there's a pre-order bonus, mm-hmm. then like you need the game for it. Like it, ha- it would always be digital. Reject that. Just yeah. take away the license for anything you got as a pre-order bonus if it was digital. To play uh, Devil's Advocate brand manager though too, okay. like there is some responsibility on the consumer to spend their money accordingly. Again, it's it's depends. It's a situation-based, you know, and I don't think there should be a blanket policy of just no refunds. There should be more nuance. Yeah, every store it. has that, yeah. like 30-day return. Yeah. It has some things yeah. that, like, games have always had that be unopened and yeah. stuff. Like, exactly. Because people know the exploits and everything. Like, yeah. how yeah, – they, they, I'm okay I'm okay with them evolving over time to adapt to closed loopholes. But having nothing in place whatsoever, yeah. you got to start somewhere. And I think you got to start on the uh, the side that's m- the most consumer friendly, right. and then tweak it from there. Because it's sure. easy; it'd be easy to just say like, you know, you could we could sit here and be like, well, if you're not happy with it, don't pre-order anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, on the one hand, sure, yeah, but like, we all know. The joys of preloading a game so you can start it right at 9 p.m. here yeah. in L.A., you know? It's like, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. And, you know, digital ordering, like, it's faster in that way. You can preload it. Plus, it's, I guess it's better for the environment. I just thought of that, too, right now. But, like, yeah, so it's like, people are going to be preloading. People are going to preorder. You're not going to stop. Yeah. So, yeah, you need to... But the other thing is, like, I don't think Nintendo... Unless there's some huge backlash, they don't they don't need to change. They're not going to change. Like you know, like I, have a feeling I think this eventually will get... everyone will have to. I think they'll do a little compromise about a refund. I think they'll do a little bit of something, but it's definitely not going to be some I have a right. steam like, yeah, wild west. Right, right, like right. yeah, I this game three hours, but I'm good. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love this. Yeah, I mean, I know people abuse it, but I do love the steam thing. There have yeah. definitely been games where I did, I did not play a lot of. Yeah. I was like, this is not for me. For or sure. one game that just didn't work for me for whatever reason, despite trying to text you troubleshoot it but yeah yeah and like probably there are some people who take advantage of the way steam does it but by and large i would guess that they're in the minority yeah you know you think about games that take take less than two hours to beat and it's like yeah i guess technically unless they changed this maybe they did but technically you could play it beat it get a refund i don't think most people are probably doing that though yeah uh, they they check i think they have a way to check maybe like completion the achievements and stuff on it as well i would guess like if they see the achievement if you beat it like uh excuse me uh yeah you beat this when i used to work at a movie theater oh sorry no go ahead go ahead when i used to work at a movie theater sometimes like once or twice two two three times a year someone would come out of a movie (laughs) after it's over and request a refund because they didn't like it and we would always have to be like well no, yeah. <laughs> you, wow. you watch the whole movie. Yeah. Like you got to leave in the first ten fifteen minutes if you want a refund. Um, yeah. Side point, but it made me think of. Did you see how Netflix judges their viewings now? No, they just changed it. So if you watch something on Netflix yeah. for two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, yeah, it counts as a view. Oh my god! So they That's... said eighty three million viewers for like the Michael Bay Six Underground or whatever. Two minutes is it I counts mean, as a view, you know. When you, so when it's you, like the Steam thing of like how right. long have you been playing? When you're Netflix and you're <laughs> the one who makes the metrics and chooses to release the information, I guess you can do whatever I mean, you want. That's weird because like I would say that's more useful like something like a YouTube because like an ad might run in those first two minutes, whereas Netflix you're not getting ads, so it's like yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah, it's just weird. Like you'd <laughs> yeah, want, it seems like, like they're 
it is an ad just to say like 82 million watch this you know they're, that's like clearly trying to but like internally they're like okay that was a flop because only oh, only yeah. two, 20 thousand people watched the whole thing all the way through <laughs> 82 million people <laughs> it's like they're the ones paying for the content so it's yeah. like you're deceiving yourselves yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they whatever. just want to make themselves feel Unless, good yeah they're just like pushing it out there to get people to like watch more of it right. like get people excited because oh this yeah. is a big deal FOMO yeah. everyone else liked yeah. this 82 million people just crazy. what's wrong with me use those numbers to just say whatever you want yeah it's scary I know but it's your own system you can say what you want there are uh, cool articles about that kind of stuff how you can make numbers lie like yeah. that I don't know if Freakonomics is one of them. Or maybe numbers that guy never didn't. lie, but liars use numbers. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Dropping some wisdom here. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, this, this is interesting to talk about. Um, we got some requests from some of our uh, patrons who submitted questions actually about this. So hopefully uh, that was uh, kind of what you were looking for, for those of you sending questions about that. But I think I think that we're still in the the Wild West to use your term. Like yeah. Steam was an early adopter, which I think was the right choice because Steam the way Steam is more client facing, it, it was a way louder issue. But um I, I anticipate, you know, five, ten, fifteen years from now, if not sooner, everyone will have to it'll have to work like that. Everyone will have to be able to give you refunds and stuff. Yeah. Just like legally. Yeah. Yeah. We're still working on internet law. Yeah, it, yeah, it's still evolving. <laughs> internet I law. I think, I think we'll get there. Uh, but something—it's funny because, like, you know, usually people you expect people to get worked up and up in arms about something like this, but uh, they got worked up and up in arms. Most people about something else that happened recently, and that would Damn be it, the fifth and final character reveal of the first fighters pass for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, du- no. What was it? No. Not this one either. Let me just read here. Byleth from Fire Emblem Three House. She's the one with the two guns, right? Yeah, the black uh, gun and like, the white gun. Not in white a mi- hair. Said not in, white a mil- hair, red, not in a million years, coat. right? <laughs> right. Not a million she eats years a lot happening. of pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of jokes. Talks a lot. Uh, says a lot of one-liners. Really strong main character. Inappropriate use of pull my devil trigger. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 She's great. Um, okay. <laughs> or he. Yeah, that's the best thing. Uh, there's male and female Byleth. So there you go. Uh, good. Good. Good options there. Could be more, but <laughs> hey, it's it's a first step. All right, so enough of this bit. Uh, Sakurai uh, presented a 35-minute Smash Direct, the final one of the season pass, fighter pass. First fighter pass. But first yeah. fighter pass. Uh, and uh, pretty much said, like, in the first few seconds, you're going to guess it. And I think uh, we were watching it live. Huber, myself, and uh, Daniel Bloodworth. And at 6 a.m. Yeah, at 6 a.m. Got us up at 6 a.m. <laughs> for time. this. And we watched it, and we knew it was Fire Emblem and yeah. Pyleth. And uh, the cool presentation, everything like that. Um, but you could feel that people were like, there's a troll to this. Like, there's something more to this. Yeah. And you get to the end, and it's over, and there is no more to it. It's just... That's maybe one of the worst feelings in video gaming. Like, I being know. a fan is, like, one the feeling that you're like, just one more thing. 
oh come on come on yeah. there's got to be the they got to drop the bomb and yeah. then they just don't and you're like oh there okay. was a moment in there <laughs> about i've decided right here right now that like i'm gonna convince myself there's never one more thing so because you're disappointed Huber, more than than it than than when there is one thing wow. you know it's so rare when it comes to nintendo and smash reveals from now on thing? there is no more one more thing yeah i i i Broke that rule for this one, and in back of my mind, about five minutes, I'm like, "Oh, they absolutely have another character joke. Like it's coming. Like I just gotta stay cool and stuff, you know. <laughs> stay, cool. stay cool, stay cool. Stay and it didn't happen. I'm like, no. From now on, I will treat it as that. It's just what they say it yeah. is. Take it at face value. Here's like, the thing. Here's here's my, and this sounds really intense, but hope is a disease. I say it from time to time. Like it's, it's more than that, Ian. I you know, think in this desire situation. is the root of all suffering, as the Buddhists like to say. You know, it, it's hope, but it's also a lot of this. So, a lot of this is putting a lot of faith in assumptions. Taking assumption as truth. Yeah, we we talk about this a lot uh, in Friend Code about rumors being taken as truth. Yeah, and it's been in a lot of people in the ass over the past, like since the dawn of rumors and Nintendo <laughs> and stuff. It, it, people need to stop always putting so much faith in leaks and in rumors, mm-hmm. no matter how widely circulated they get, yeah. doesn't mean they're going to come to fruition. Like that, stop taking them as fact. All those Batman rumors that are just like fact, like no, it doesn't exist yet. Like we can't just accept Who it, are you? You know? <laughs> because No, but it, it's like you just keep waiting and waiting and waiting and it's like, yeah. you know, it's unhealthy. It's like let me... It, yeah. Put my energy somewhere else instead of like grasping on to these rumors. Like, I just let them release it and announce yeah. it on their own terms. I want to. I don't want to have a conversation about that and and the reaction to this in just a, in just a few minutes. Uh, I want to just finish recapping what happened here really quick. Uh, so, uh, Byleth, you could pick a male female version. There will be alternate costume colors for each of them, and then like a version. Uh, They'll go through uh, Garrick Mock is the new level. Uh, all the three Garrick houses are represented Mock. in each different area. So you have the Black Eagles. I believe it's Dorothea. Edelgard and uh, Petra are in that one. Uh, for Blue Lions, I believe it's Dimitri, Ingrid, and uh, Dadu. And he called him, said not Dudu, <laughs> which was pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, Sakurai kept making like, pronunciation jokes, which was pretty funny. Um, a lot of mispronunciations of characters, I guess, in... That he's heard, uh, and then uh, the golden uh, deer was uh, Claude, uh, Hilda, and I think Lawrence was the last one. I forget if it was Lawrence, um, but they show up. It's kind of a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, Edel, uh, not Edelgard. Wish it was Edelgard. Uh, Byleth changes weapons depending on which direction you hold. Got the axe. Looked really fun. Got the spear. Looked very fun character. Got dude. the bow and yeah. got the sword. I can't say any more about what that is because Huber might still be playing Fire Emblem, and I, really I can't spoil. To. What those are, but they're very important, and there's a very specific reason. They're awesome. Nice. Um, so I actually, when it's looking... The, it's the the sword, right? No, no, no. There's the, like, the creation weapons. of them. There's, there's, It's an important story. The legendary point. weapons. Oh, oh I can tell you afterwards. Tell me later. Uh, they also revealed uh, new me costumes, like Altair, Altair. and Cuphead <laughs> yeah. with a new music track. As mm-hmm. well from Cuphead, huh. which is pretty cool. Um, some other Mega Man uh, ones in there, but no Legends, unfortunately. Was hoping for Legends. It's coming, it's coming. And they concluded it by announcing the fi- uh, fi- uh, Fighter's Pass Volume 2, which will feature six DLC characters this time instead of five. 
So Ben Ben told me this joke that he saw on Twitter. So I have no idea who the originator of this joke is. But when they announced the DLC for Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. and it was the four uh, House of Wolves or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. Fire Emblem characters, Ashen Wolves, <laughs> Ashen Wolves. Someone was like, um, "New Fighter Pass Season Two characters coming soon." It's just like Fire four of them. new four new Fire Emblem. Someone characters. just put uh, what's the I, uh, one of the lead characters from the last Fire Emblem game, Fates, put her uh, six different out, uh, versions of her outfit into each <laughs> slot. That was the one I saw that made me kind of Sakurai laugh. just loves Fire Emblem. Yeah, uh, I think it's cool. Like yeah. Fire Emblem's not... I'm not familiar with it because I've never played a Fire Emblem game. And there Three is, Houses is dope. Yeah, it looks amazing. And there's a lot of Fire Emblem characters already in Smash. So obviously it's like not for me, you know? But I think it's really cool... Because Three Houses was like Nintendo, one of Nintendo's biggest games in 2019, you know, critically and commercially, both fronts, both sides of that. So I think it's really cool that this current big Nintendo game is being represented in Smash. You know, Smash is all about nostalgia, usually, like getting all these great past legends and throwing them in Smash. And I think it, it is a cool angle that they're focusing on a new game this time. So that's kind of where I am. And they don't have to. I mean, I, I theoretically they don't have to pay anything for these characters. This one's the in house, so they yeah. shouldn't have to. I mean, I don't know if they have to pay Konami oh. for Snake or whatever. I don't oh, know, for third party? Oh, probably. I'm sure, yes. they do. Yes, right? For it's third an, party costs, yeah. but Byleth is in house, so that's their own. Character. Right. So it's like it's cheaper to do, you know, more yeah. in house characters. Uh, I have a patron question in just a second that talks about the reaction to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sorry, real quick to finish up the details of this whole passing. All six of the new characters are promised to be out by December 31st, 2021. So oh. they're giving themselves a little bit more time, uh, like about 23 months to complete the six characters, whereas they had roughly 14 months yeah. to complete five previously. And that's another reason to be less angry is because there's more to come. Very right. good point. Very right. good point. Absolutely true. All the next ones will be Dante. Yeah. All yeah, six different Dantes, of course. <laughs> Uh, they didn't give See, a. See, this, this they'll do DMC, use... Devil May Cry yeah, one, two, three, three four, four, five, five and, and DMC. DMC. Yeah, that's it's little, perfect. It's, it's it. Yeah, this is the good side of hope. <laughs> <laughs> Total delusion. <laughs> oh yeah. No price was given on this though, uh, but the pre-orders begin on January twenty eighth. And a uh, good sport, like I love this about Sakurai. Uh, same message he delivered at the beginning of the first season yeah. pass announcement. Hey, we because we can't tell you about who the fighters are yet yeah. by the nature of this process. Please only buy this if you like feel comfortable doing it. That's like good. we want That's you good. to not feel pressured to do this until you know more. But you know if you want to go ahead as well. But like we understand it sucks. We can't tell you. Yeah. We want to hold them as surprises. Yeah. Uh, and uh, That's good to say. Yeah. Sorry, because sure. no refunds. Yeah, because no. Yeah, refunds. no refunds. That would, yeah. How good. much was the last fire pass? So last pass pass was twenty four ninety nine. That's what I was gonna say twenty four ninety nine. So either be the same price or probably like twenty nine ninety nine or something like that. It's one more in, character because individually they were five ninety nine. And you I was can buy them individually. Individually is five ninety nine for a character, uh. Uh, the level, and the music tracks. Yeah. And then me stuff is separate. You will get an exclusive me costume for buying the fighters pass. Last time it was Rex's outfit from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, not Metal Gear Rex. Okay. I know what you were thinking, Hubert. <laughs> so my eyes uh, light this, up. This time it's going to be the ancient soldier costume, like the Guardian soldier, outfit yeah, from yeah, Breath yeah, of the okay, Wild. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's they cool. did show that in action. That's cool. 
Okay, so what we really want to talk about here, I don't want to, like, this was just getting it out of the way, the details and stuff, but, like, what we started to talk about, and I kind of interrupted, I'm, I apologize, is about the reaction, your feelings about this. And Straw Hat Ninja uh, asked a question about why people are frustrated about this announcement. Greetings, allies. It feels like I'm one of the few people who were happy when Byleth got in. Sakurai clearly loves Fire Emblem, and it shows. Mm -hmm. The Fighter's Pass has some great unexpected characters, and we're getting six more. I don't understand why people are just outright furious. Love and respect. I mean, simple answer is it's easy to get angry nowadays, you know? People just are itching to get angry, but, (laughs) like... I, I yeah I just I don't understand it honestly I don't fully understand how you could just like scream and put out all that anger and like hate basically because you didn't get a character you wanted in it you know I just like Sakurai again I love that they spoke to the passion of Fire Emblem from Sakurai because that does shine through you see this man working. 24-7 at this, and he's just doing what he loves, and he and he's showcasing one of Nintendo's current big games. It's like, yeah. why get angry, please? Also, who knows? Maybe Nintendo says he has to do it, but, like, I don't know. I saw someone trying to use that defense. We don't know enough. Like, yeah, I there mean. There have been people saying And it Nintendo wouldn't matter either way. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a correct, like, correct, yeah, the real thing to bind it. I mean, like, I mean, my probably feeling is, is close to yours where it's like i mean it's it's you know my therapist calls it scaling where it's like when you've got people in your life who have died or like you see how our planet is being destroyed yeah characters in smash don't matter at all um <laughs> but it's like in a way if you're able to be this passionate and angry about a smash character it's like congratulations on your amazing life i guess I mean, that's very generalizing. But yeah. I will say, as gamers, as as a community, we do this to ourselves, and I'm guilty of it too. Like we were talking about before, every time it's E3, and every time there's a Sony State of Play or a, or a Microsoft Showcase or a Ubisoft press conference or whatever, I'm always hoping for that one huge mm-hmm. shadow drop, that huge yeah. new thing. I want this to come out now. I want them to announce... Bloodborne 2, I want them to do this, I want them to do that. And when they don't, yeah, when they don't, like, I personally don't get mad. I'm just like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Wait till next E3. Wait till next E3. (laughs) But it's like, it's part of the cycle of the way the games industry works right now that it is based on hype and hope Mm -hmm. and excitement, and it's all part of the sales cycle, right, is to build up people's anticipation and then reveal a thing, and you can't please all the people all the time. You just can't. So, think, like, there, think, are, th- there are people who love Three Houses who are stoked that Byleth is in it, and there are people who don't care about Three Houses who want it yeah. to be Dante. And it's like, that's just how it is. You can't please everyone. Yeah. The reaction being anger and outrage and, like, I mean, I don't know the full extent of this reaction, if people were, like, being, like, truly ridiculous or not. But, like, you know, we've seen some things in gaming where people get, like, pretty mean, yeah. you know, and I think that's unnecessary. Yeah. But there's a fine line between, like, disappointment and anger right, and hate, right, you right. know? Like, you can be disappointed. Totally fine. 
Yeah. Like, dude, Batman doesn't show up at the Game Awards. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm sad. Guess what? I'm disappointed by the games industry <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's oh, That's my secret. Yeah, yeah, I'm always disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100%. That's my secret. That's, but it's when you take it that one extra step and you direct that disappointment into rage or anger towards... Another I mean, human, it's, it's, you know? It's and akin to cancel culture, too, where it's like... And I said this in, I think, the episode with Bossman I did for Easy Update, but it's like, I've canceled people, you know? But to cancel, I just cancel. I just stop engaging. Yeah. I don't I don't also harass them. Yeah, you just I'm just yourself. like, all right, not going to go to the next Harry Potter movie, whatever. It's like, as an example, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, like... That's how you that's how you do it. And like yeah. you do it I internally. personally don't understand the next step of that of like getting mean at someone cuz I don't think that's uh going to it's not productive. Voicing a criticism uh especially when it comes to you know more like freedoms based stuff, I think can be beneficial, but the way to do it is not usually with vitriol yeah. but with tact and like empathy and how hard is that though to do on social media and online it's nigh it's, impossible yeah it's hard like you put sakurai yeah. down in a room with people who are pissed they're probably not going to be pissed if they're in the room with sakurai right looking at him in the eyes you know like oh okay maybe <laughs> i'm just a little disappointed that it's fire emblem but uh next time one well, it makes it, it makes so a... there's no nuance online like you can't it's really hard to have a constructive no, right. back a really and forth. Good anecdote about that actually involving <laughs> Sakurai. Real quick, the uh, roundtable for the Wii U Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. for Wii U yeah. uh, and 3DS unveiling Pac-Man at the roundtable at that E3. Uh, There's a quick Q and A session afterwards, and someone in the audience asked. Sakurai, a question about Smash Brothers, where basically they were like asking them why they don't do certain things about to make the game more competitive. And they were going to like spe- trying to go into like alluding to specific mechanics that like they're basically trying to ask why it wasn't melee essentially. And Sakurai just straight up said, How many games have you developed? How many games are like basically called them out and says, You really don't know anything, do you? It's just like, Have you actually developed a game? Shut down, it was like, it was like, That's how he reacted. Yeah. It's like a Kamiya type, like, oh, wow. but like. Yeah, it was pretty good, and everyone yeah. laughed at it and stuff. It's like, yeah, like if that guy's coming out, you gotta do it in person. Like, you know, that w- wasn't as bad as I seen on the internet, but like, they do get this stuff even in person and stuff, yeah. even in like yeah. a more professional environment. And like, not everyone could be as like witty as that, but like, I'm glad you know. Occasionally, they have a good retort to that. It's like, stop. Like, you you don't know what you're talking about. Well, and like the shield of anonymity on the internet, and yeah, because. I've heard many anecdotes too of people who are being harassed who then like talk to someone and then by the end of it like the person apologizes and like asks for help from them, you know, and it's just like obviously that's the exception, not the rule and you know, hopefully I wish that things like that didn't happen at all, but like it's a very strange world we live in right now where it's like and and it's a cycle too cuz it's like let's say Nintendo is a person, right? And and people are saying mean things to Nintendo. Then Nintendo has its feelings hurt and claps back with a a tweet that wasn't thought out very well or whatever. And and then it just keeps spiraling out of control and it's like it's, let's take Blizzard as an example, right? Where it's like 
they did some crazy messed up stuff about firing people and and revoking wins and stuff for someone just supporting a, a belief that they had, you know, a political belief, which it's like, sure, whatever. You could make the argument it's not the time or place, but it's like, whatever, you know, that's that person. That's not yeah. whatever. I'm not here to talk about that, really. But like and then a bunch of time goes by and then they put out an apology that's like kind of yeah, whatever you know not great uh and then time just kind of seems to heal wounds you know and everyone just sort of moves on and it's like you're damned if you do kind of damned if you don't because it's like Good blizzard's right. initial gut shot reaction was way bad and then they waited super long yeah. and then their apology wasn't good enough and it's like you can't act too fast you can't act too slow people want reactions really fast but they're not well thought out a good thought out reaction takes a long time, but then it never hits the mark because things have built up too much. Yeah. So it's just like people want to forgive, but they also want to be pissed. Right. So like, and it, when do you forgive someone? The real answer to everything in life is just like, uh, <coughs> just love, just try to do your best. God yeah. damn it. Like just, tr- <laughs> yeah. just try to do your best as long as you can make the a world a better rule. place. Yo, you know, Curb's, think it through. Curb's <laughs> been on the mind. My favorite of all time. <laughs> that Larry David has ever said. It was a couple seasons ago. He's trying to get on the airplane, and the woman's like, no, I'm sorry, federal law, like, you can't, like, the thing is closed. He's like, what about the golden rule? Like, treat others how you want to be treated. She's like, no, it's federal law. And he goes, the golden rule supersedes federal law. The golden rule is on top. Number one. Like, just treat everyone with love and respect. Yeah. And it's it's... It, it's an it's a valuable yeah. tool if you find yourself ready to like I've found myself ready to tweet out things that in hindsight would have been like the wrong take or you know like not the right thing to do in the moment and then I've I've thought about it for just another couple of minutes yeah. and then I've said either most of the time I'm just like eh, it's not worth it like usually it's I'm trying to clap back at somebody and I'm just like eh, whatever then they win that's good uh, Dude, that's, like because we get emotional right right, that's, right. So you have a you have a handle on your emotion yeah. And it's hard to do, but you just have to picture it as like, well, the first thing I usually think of is like, how much more of a pain in the ass is this going to be for me? <laughs> and usually it's, if it's any, the answer is do not engage. <laughs> but B, then you think about them as a human being and say like, okay, they're coming from some kind of angry, weird place. If I were there in person, I could probably get some work done and help this person, but online with inflection not going through properly and like even in videos like i'm sure my tone has been misinterpreted mm-hmm. countless times already in this video alone like yeah it's just uh, it's a weird time we live in I, and and like i agree i don't want to shame anyone for being upset about byleth being in smash like no you can be disappointed yeah just don't be disappointed don't get violent exactly. and don't get mad yeah, like don't you, you can be mad just don't lash out yeah exactly. i think that's that's the message i really wanted to hit home was that it's perfectly healthy and normal to be disappointed even up million percent. borderline upset but like it's how you go about expressing that yes. right especially when it comes online and you both did a very great job of illustrating and articulating those points about where you do cross the line i don't know if sakurai has been i don't know if it's actually been crossing the line in this specific thing yeah i think it might have 
if anything, I think it might have been a little bit more preemptive from people who were like happy, like, hey, just chill out. Like, let's not let it get like I think it might have been good that it was like, let's not let this get out of hand. Sure. Because falling in another Nintendo game, like Pokemon Sword and Shield, like those developers have been getting like yeah. just hard and feathered over all the decisions they've been making, culminating with the DLC announcement, uh Masuda being like on his birthday, having to tweet back to someone like asking, like, yo, so about those original Pokemon being in DLC and you making me pay for them. He's like, it's my birthday and it's like I'm on holiday. Holiday? Can I get one day to like not be harassed? Oh, it's man. Like, See, that's where uh, I'm like, yeah. that's why are you like, like, yeah, I don't think that Pokemon game is very good either. I just yeah. stopped playing it halfway through. And it's like, yeah, I don't have a lifelong love of Pokemon games. So, yes, I understand it doesn't mean as much to me as it does to many other people. But it's like, how can you not, like, how is it yeah. going to benefit you to ruin a human being's li- life and make the the creators of pokemon resent their own fan base you know like like yeah. i'm i'm basically done with star wars right now because i'm yeah. tired of it i don't yeah like I'm, i like star way. wars but like all of the fan base and all of the dumb stuff and all the countless think pieces and like <laughs> even forbes writing articles about stuff i'm just like guys they're just movies shut up and I understand, yeah, like, people can definitely be passionate about this stuff. But, yeah, at, like, at some point, you just got to, like, realize that it, 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 it's not something you need to cross this line of, like, right. where it becomes harassment, essentially. Right. There are other ways. There, there are so many ways you can vocalize your dissenting opinion on something without crossing that line. And I, I, and I understand, like, some people might just not know any better. Like, they're like, oh, I haven't been taught a way to be or I haven't been exposed this way. And that's, you know, where that conversation does help. But you're alluding to, like, yeah, there's maybe a way this dialogue will make them realize well, that at the same and time. another side of the anonymity aspect of the Internet is, like, I think everyone has a tendency to place attributes of, like, their own experience onto other people, which can mean, like, I'm assuming that some somebody flaming me is also thir- in their 30s and yeah. a rational adult when they could be like yeah. eight. <laughs> or they and could like, be even older. <laughs> yeah, or what I mean, you know what I mean? It's I like know, know, you yeah. don't know the situation of this person and you don't know like... Exactly, yeah. So, like I always try to think like someone who's coming after me, you know, think about it like a psychiatrist. is like they're coming after me because of horrible things going on in their life or like maybe they've got it really bad and like they're trying to let off some steam or whatever that doesn't mean i condone it that doesn't mean i don't just immediately mute or block that person because like if you're harassing someone you lose you've lost the argument you're wrong like even if you're right you're wrong because you're doing it the wrong way you're not being rational you're just being emotional and reacting you're being reactionary and it's like even if your point is correct you are wrong because you did it the wrong way. Yeah. You know? It's like it's like if someone like bumps your car, you know, screaming or getting in a fist fight is wrong. It's the wrong answer to that problem. Whereas, you know, just like dispassionately getting their, you know, insurance is the right way to handle that. <laughs> I mean, like they might go off the deep yeah. end too, so it's like you can't control everything, but it's like you know what I mean? It's a good analogy. Like there are ways to be wrong in this existence and Violent, like, hateful so, speech is wrong. Like, Byleth is a car, and they Byleth hit your car. Just ask Sakurai for his insurance papers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come at him and attack him. 
<laughs> right. I mean, just I see what you're saying. I just say, in this case, it's like if you wanted Dante and got Byleth, that sucks. And then hopefully, yeah, you get some cool fighters in pack two. But maybe take it also as like. Hey, maybe Sakurai would love to put Dante in there, but can't, yeah. and for legal reasons, can't say that he can't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like so who's so many? Stuff. He's yeah. probably under a contract to not reveal or deny any possibilities about future fighters. You know, and it's like, yeah, I think that's such a hard thing for a lot of average people to understand. It's like the position that they're in, where yeah. like you can't say something. You're like, right. you might, he might be bursting, saying, "Guys, chill. Next one's Dante. I just can't say right. it. I can't like, say please it. Please stop. Like, stop being so upset. Like, no, oh, I don't want you. Like, it might tear yeah. him to see people upset, but like, yeah, it, it's part of that. You also, well, you might have to put a certain number of Nintendo characters yeah. in every block. Like, who knows? Like, isn't there always something to be hopeful about? Like, I love unfulfilled hype so, because, like. Hyping, getting hyped to something, and it either you you hit it, you get blackjack, <laughs> or you bust, and you take that hype and you place it somewhere else. You place it on the next fighter pack in this case, yeah. Or you place it on the next E3 or the next Nintendo Direct. There's always something to look forward to, so it's like hard to get hung up. It's, on, it's two parts. Like Pokemon, I feel like yeah. it's su- and Star Wars is such old news now. Yeah, dude, it's so old. Like, let's. There's so much more to be excited about. Let's let's keep it going. Hey, just look back <laughs> at the like what you got. Like for a uh, one fighter might have been the one people were upset about with Byleth, but like of the other fighters that released, you got Joker. Like this speaks to what you were talking about earlier, Ian. Specifically, yeah. was that. Not everyone, like, you can't please everybody, but they're always going to be fans of certain things. So right. Persona fans, generally pretty happy about Joker. That was a big deal. But, they're, like, they're a larger group of, like, a larger base, I would think. Then Dragon Quest had a character announced as well, and everyone's like, oh, maybe we not feel as excited. But there are probably people out there who are like, yes, yes. Dragon Quest. Right. Yes. Banjo-Kazooie is hyped yes. as some of us are. There might be people out there who don't care about Banjo because they're like, oh, yeah. that was a wasted one. But, you know, some people obviously were really happy. And then, like, Terry was another one where people were like, yeah. Terry. But, like, you saw that presentation stuff. Like, they cared so much. And, like, it wasn't, like, a joke or troll or, like, a haphazard pick. They obviously put a lot of thought into it. And Byleth as well. There are people who are very happy with it despite them, you know, not being Dante whatever. And I also want to quickly say I understand that part of the frustration also doesn't stem just from, like, them announcing not the character they wanted – but also in the grander scheme of Smash Brothers, the representation from Fire Emblem now skews already skewed the highest, yeah. but now it's like even further skewed higher in terms of how many characters have how many swordsmen. That was the joke they even <laughs> made in the presentation. So to said like, oh, another swordsman, you know, type thing. But like Sakurai was being very funny and self-referential there. But like the game's doing successful and stuff, and like this is a franchise that was on the verge of dying at one point before Awakening came out, and it let them have their like success and stuff. Because yeah. the flip side could be the series could be dying and go away, and you're like, oh, remember what happened to Fire Emblem and stuff? Like yeah. it's like Fire Emblem yeah. is way more tied to Nintendo than Final Fantasy, right? I know the Final Fantasy origins yeah. are like NES. Like I had Final the NES been around as almost as long as Fire yeah. Emblem so, or so, Fi- Final Fantasy. Sorry. So I think that's really cool because it is like so Nintendo. You know, whereas like obviously it'd be really cool if we got Squall and like Balthier and Sephiroth and all these Final Fantasy characters, but it's like Fire Emblem. I feel like is so Nintendo; it just fits well with. Smash. And like that's that's a good point, Huber, because that's kind of the thing I wanted also vocalize as well. Here is that 
the assumption that we're going to get all five third-party characters, like I feel like that was a pipe dream. Yeah. Regardless of who you want to like try and source, might have said that at one point on on the record or stuff. It didn't happen. It's like going forward. You were saying about like the other part of hope. Looking forward, we're getting six yeah. more chances. Waluigi's the number and you, six, and you know <laughs> at least one, possibly even two, even more of these upcoming six will be first-party characters. Yeah. In yeah. Fact, there is a, the minimum of one that is going to be legendary. It's going to be an epic moment. Minimum. Oh, and I'm going to tell they, you, all a, six could be a, a minimum of, of one of them is going to be from Pokemon. Like, yeah. there absolutely oh, yeah, will be yeah. a Pokemon yeah. thing here, and there Guaranteed. will probably be, like, people upset again, potentially, but, like, it's realistic. Final it's, Fantasy's coming out. Now's the time for a little Sephiroth I, I action. Mean, here we go again. Like, yeah, people are going to start having, yep. like, here's the hope phase yes, again. Like, here we go. They went right from disappointment Isn't that healing? Hope. Isn't that, like, a healing <laughs> bath? Well, and, like, the other thing, like, the, ex- feel good? the easiest example, I mean, is obviously the Fighter Pass Season 1 and Star Wars, where it's, like, there's a concept I think about a lot that I think of as possibility murder, where it's, like, every choice you make kills every choice you didn't make. You know what I mean? And so, like, it goes, it goes like that with people's hopes and dreams, right? Where it's, like, because it was Yoshi's a pack of... What? Yoshi's the scapegoat. Yoshi gets killed. <laughs> I'm trying to follow your analogy here. Oh, it'll it'll become clear in a second. <laughs> because because <laughs> there was a ser- uh, season yeah. one pass and yeah. it was limited to five, right? Now that the fifth one is out, there's no more possibilities for what those five things could be. Whereas when four were out and the fifth one was still coming, it could yeah. have been anything. So now that there's no more possibility, everyone can be mad because there's no more hope of that last one being everything everyone wants and making everyone happy. But like, whereas if they had not done season passes and just made you pay four ninety nine or whatever for each one individually, people would be less mad about this one because they would know that six more were coming and mm-hmm. it's like, whatever. Dude. Same with like Star Wars where it's like every Star Wars movie that came out and didn't meet all of your wildest dreams murdered every Star Wars in your head that it wasn't. You know what I mean? I get, no, I get it. I, so yeah. I follow. Yeah. Travis touchdown. It's coming. Well, just thought it right here, now. Real quick, I, uh, two more patron questions. They're about the future characters, nice. and I want to like end a little bit more like optimistic. You know, go back to that hope phase. I'll also, you know, I, I was something uh, a little bit more fun and a little less serious to lighten the mood a little bit. I was thinking about Yoshi as a scapegoat for Jones. Oh, because like it. Jones, you know, he, Jones didn't get this, so he points at Yoshi. Right? Oh, that's yeah, it's a little different. That's different. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Um, this one comes from uh, Nick. What character do you think will kick off the next Fighters Pass? Will Nintendo go third party or use as a marketing opportunity again for a first party franchise? I think we're likely to see a Pokemon from the new Sword and Shield DLC. Love and respect, Nick. What, so do th- we know around what month this first fighter would be? Because no. uh, I'm going to guess. I'm, I'm straight up shooting from the moon. I'm guessing Sephiroth is number one to tie into the remake release. Okay. The time is right. Cloud is already in there. It's a All 10 right. out of Putting 10. two Final Fantasy seven characters in there. Yep. All right. Yep. Sounds you can realistic. have ten Fire Emblem characters. You can have two from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, no, no, it's definitely within the realm of possibility, Huber. Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, give it low chances here for fun thing. Okay. Uh, the thing I like about this question, though, is again to challenge people's assumptions because I think people still might be making the same mistakes. Pointing out a great thing, we don't know if it's another if next one will be first party or a third party mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Literally, all six of these could be first party characters. Yeah, so. Like, be careful again. Yeah, like, be careful. Have hope, but like, don't fall into the same pitfalls you just no fell into. No fate, but what we make. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. like, 
if if we assume Sakurai can put in whoever he wants, then the smart move, if he has any control over it and the order they go into, even if they're working on Sword yeah. One from Pokemon, is to switch to a third party one right now so that that's the first one you put out just for PR purposes. He may not have control over which ones are in the game at all, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we, so we point. can't make that assumption. If we do make that assumption, then I think a third party would be the first, a smart move for the first. Joker was the first one of this block, mm-hmm. right? So oh, it was a third one, third party one first. Um, how many other Capcom characters are in it? There's Ryu. And Ryu and Ken. And Ken. And there's, Don't do this to me, Ian. Well, no! They have, they, have the, they have a bunch of me costumes in there. Uh, they also have uh, uh, Mega Man. Sorry, Mega Man's in there as well. I, you know what I would do? I would go with... And there's a Monster Hunter stage. Like, if I knew that... The, right, right, right. If I knew that we had some, like, legitimate... Like, if I know Dante's coming up, Seth Ro- Sephiroth is coming up, like, everything, whatever else people want, Solaire, you know? So. Like, if I knew that they were coming up later, I would make the first one so unassailably funny and weird just to diffuse everything just to be like what and like i like i don't know do like like a rob type character or like shop owner like shop shop owner from dragon's dogma (laughs) like someone just so out of left field that everyone is just like what before shopkeeper oh my god this is a joke like they show re and you're like yeah okay re that's the shop that's that's the perfect call (laughs) resident evil 4 shopkeeper He just goes, what are you buying? And then a bunch of guns shoot And in the background of the stage is, yeah, Leon fighting and stuff. Like, everything you wanted, but you don't get to play. All the characters you want, but you don't get them. Like, I would make a joke. Uh, (laughs) And people would get so mad. (laughs) A quick thing to say real quick. Wait, Uh, who are you going to say? Sakurai said all six characters have already been picked. Mm. They're already selected. Yeah. So he said, don't hit me up on Twitter asking yeah. for this Please or that. Please stop asking for Goku. Where, he was in a... Pl- yeah, like that already was like... First. Said something about they got to have an <laughs> origin in video games. Yeah. Mm. Which also probably means uh, Geralt won't be a possibility. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Geralt of Rivia. So Geralt's been popping up in everything else yeah. lately, you know. He's going Ezio style. I would say cool it, Geralt. one that I don't think will happen. Uh, and I know a lot of people would like to don't happen. you dare. What? Sub-Zero or okay, Scorpion. Okay. Something from Mortal Kombat. Why? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Why is would that not happen? The the I mean I, because of the violent nature of the series, they already had the the whole thing about sexualization. Like they can't have they had to cut Mai from uh the the counter argument. What's that? Mortal Kombat versus DC and Injustice are both T for team. They no. could just do friendships all the time. It's so they could they obviously make no blood and stuff like easily. Yes, they can do it where it's just like play within the realm of Smash. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it is I don't know how who has the final say on this, but is Capcom okay with a Street Fighter character being next to a Mortal Kombat that's character? Why, that's why it's a dream. That's why we hope. No, I know what goes us as fans, <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. don't know if they really think that or not. Like I think there's a what lot more to consider. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, and, but I do think if it did, Sub-Zero and Scorpion seem like the most obvious because they're more fantasy-type powers, especially Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. No spear, so, like, no, yeah, them, so yeah. freeze and stuff. I think Sub-Zero would work. What if, because like Pokemon Trainer is the only like tri-character, right? What if it was Sub-Zero and Scorpion together? Well, one could be an and Echo. Like, yeah. like Scorpion yeah, does his like, teleport echo. move in, you know? and 
you could like, do a freeze and a get over here combo. Oh, you mean actually actively toggling like between play, them? Yeah, you play as both of them at once. I mean, it'd be a cool concept. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and it fits in with like trying to like honor as much of the series and like characters and mechanics through just one fighter. I don't, I don't know if that would actually happen though. Going either. along with the idea of putting too many things from one franchise in there, Alucard could be a good guess. Very good guess. I was so hoping Alucard oh was going to end up in there somehow originally when they were announcing all those, like, the Belmont stuff. What about just, yeah. I was like, oh, Alucard, please do? Uh, 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 what about uh, straight up Dracula? Dude. <laughs> hey, fight Dracula in there. So Dracula is a villain, one of the boss mm. fights, but that's in there. Um, yeah. Uh, James Sunderland. <laughs> Yeah. From Silent Hill 2. There you go. Tell me, who's your pick? Let's make this on the first, first one. Oh, I mean, I don't. I mean, at this point, I like, I don't, I, I don't have anything that like. Cool. I think Can I have awesome. your pick then? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say, be careful again. You know, there's persons out there who said like the person who called Byleth two months ago, who is an insider and stuff, has called that Crash Bandicoot is definitely the next one, and I'm like. It, that's, that's a good guess. Possible, it's but like guess. I'm not taking that as truth or anything like that. I mean, Dante obviously could fit in there as well, but Dante also opens up. Uh, I'd love to see Dante, but it's the same thing. Is Kamiya cool with Bayonetta crossing with Dante and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like they obviously Sakurai respects these creators so much. Sakurai would definitely clear that first. Yeah. And then if it's cool. Sakurai probably had a list of characters they really wanted to go after. Probably to go through Nintendo first saying, yeah, 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 uh, red flag or something. After that, then probably had to approach any third-party options that made it and be like, are you interested in this? Disney, Uh, are you interested in Sora guest starring So here's the problem with Sora. I know you love Sora. I've heard so many people say Sora. Sora, 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 I think Sora Sora is just too tied up with with Kingdom Hearts and Disney's involvement. I think Uh. it's a nightmare. I think there will be something that happens with that licensing that will prevent it from ever happening because if... I think it would have happened if it was going to happen already, in my opinion. The one, I also think Gino is another one that would have happened if it was going to happen already. The one lesson I think that they should take to heart from all this is start with a good one, end with a good one. The yeah. first one should be a banger, and the yes. last one needs to be a banger. Kind of a good Throw point, the dragon man. quests and the fire emblems and the Pokemons and the whatever in the middle. I think Violet being the last one Violet might have being also last contributed was bad. to that. It, it should have been Banjo Kazooie last. From a marketing last. standpoint, that was pr- like I don't know. Joker first, Banjo last. They could have. I think swapped. they were just capitalizing on the current currentness. Sure, sure. Could have um, made it if, if possible, making it the fourth fighter. Yeah, which would have been, been after Fire Three Houses. Still, yeah. would have worked in any one of the other ones. Is the fifth would have probably been more. And it would have been way more obviously a crossover. You yeah, know? then it's like, like even more. Then it'd be like, oh, okay, we yeah. get it. It makes sense. Like, You're I'm right. a little disappointed, but it makes sense. It's an ad. Got it. Yeah. That gone and then so Banjo happens last, and everyone's like, ah, Banjo! You know? Totally. And then yeah. the, and then it's all just I mean, eyes on fighter pack. So, like, don't do a first party one yeah. first or last. That would be my advice. Would be my advice. Dante would be pretty hype for me, honestly. Dante would be, uh, cool. be uh, And just for, like, the, the sake of, I believe it when I see it, uh, Master Chief. Yeah, just having uh, everyone say, "Oh, Banjo was already your Microsoft like a no. specifically Microsoft exclusive historically character, the most iconic character yeah. over there showing up in here." I know we talked about Sony as well. Maybe that making that like that'd be yeah. the dream, Huber. It's like yeah, I know. Master Chief and Kratos, and Kratos, Kratos or something. And it's somehow. done. 
Yeah. And Put a like, pin in it, man. Like we whole, got it unity. all. It's like the yeah. celebration of games. Harmony yes. in the video game industry. All the guests have arrived. It'd be so Thank perfect. Thank you, St. Keeley. Because, like, new Kratos, too, would, would just oh, fit. Yeah. It would be perfect. It would be perfect. in the game, for sure. We were talking about, I can't remember, was it you or me and Ben talking about the mechanics of the Leviathan Axe, how you could throw it Dude, and yeah. leave it? At will, and then call it back when you wanted to. Yes, mechanically, that would be so cool. Be really cool stuff. And just like, yeah, because then you're like, your forward A would could be like an axe hit or really, really strong. Or if it's over there, then you punch. Yeah, for sure. That'd be really fun. Want to wrap up the Smash discussion discussion with one last question from Chris uh, about whether Nintendo will do the unthinkable, but it's possible. With Sakurai's well-known obsession with Fire Emblem, <laughs> is it possible that he will get another character in within this Volume 2 Fighter Pass uh, since he gets early looks at all the Fire Emblem games? So possibly from an upcoming remake or new entry. So basically, do you think if there's another... obvious, Will Sakurai dare to put another I, Fire Emblem character I in I mean, there? I don't know anything about Fire Emblem. Dude, I, know, I don't know how many games there are. I don't know what characters are even represented in ultimate like i don't know who they've left out i don't know if there is some like sephiroth character out there that has not been in it i think they're mostly speaking to like future like uh, like that would be cool or something that would be really cool because because that too i think is a really cool tie-in announcement if it's like hey the first place that you can play this brand new character in the next Fire Emblem is Super Smash. Oh, yeah, like Noctis is a fighter and whatever it was. I forget. He was yeah. playable. Oh, no, 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 no. That was a song from 15 was in theater oh, okay. before yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. came out. Uh, Sorry. And then was the, me. like, Assassin's Creed Final Fantasy event before 15? Or I don't, I don't know, remember. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I think they're probably at saturation on Fire Emblem for now. But <laughs> But if they were to do it, I think the way they should do it is sort of like how they did the Dragon Quest thing, where it's not one character, but like 12 mm-hmm. at one time as like one thing. And maybe each each costumer, I don't know how they do it, but like maybe each costume uses a different weapon. Like, so one guy's a spear, one guy's an axe, one guy's a bow and arrow, one guy's a sword, whatever. But like, that would be a way to do it without like making people mad, is if it's like, Hey, yeah. we know there are a lot of Fire Emblem characters, but guess what? Now there are Here 30 more. Yeah. Like, yeah. the entire cast of Three Houses is now yeah. a character. I was kind of hoping that's what was going to happen with the Fire Emblem Three Houses announcement, that it might be like the three, it would be Edelgard, uh, Dimitri, and Claude. And Claude. And it would be Pokemon Trader style, where you're like yeah. somehow they can like swap out. and then like their It would meet. make sense if Byleth like called them in and like gave them orders and stuff, but yeah. I was like, oh, this might be awesome. But yeah, something like that I would be. I think, think that would be, be the cool. smartest way to do more Fire Emblem what? if you had to do more Fire Emblem. I don't gonna, think they will. I don't think we're going to get another Fire Emblem yeah. yeah. character in this so. next one. Maybe in, so. in the future, obviously, yes. But yeah. Do you think they'll right do now. more Fighter Passes after two? I think it depends on the situation with the Switch mm. at that point. Mm. Switch and is still how going strong. I was feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if yes. people bully him too much, yeah. he'll just quit, like, and then we yeah. won't get anything. I feel anymore. like they want to support this game for a very, very long time, but obviously, like it can't go on forever. Yeah. Probably, I could see there being like this six and maybe one more batch of five. Yeah, yeah. I bet it goes to a third. Yeah, and third, that'll probably third be one. the end. Yeah. yeah. So well, a lot more to come, man. Still, yeah, exciting. there's a lot more to come. There's, so exciting. Plus, whole... I mean, this six is going to take. Yeah. Almost two we years. We got two yeah. more years of Smash Brothers predictions. Awesome. Just, uh, My favorite thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, let's move on from uh, Smash Brothers and Fire Emblem real quick. 
uh, our final segment, uh, patron Q&A. Uh, these are questions submitted by our patrons who are $5 and up. Um, if you'd like to submit a question for consideration for Friend Code, uh, the week we are recording, I will make a post calling for your submissions. They just going to be related. They can be related to the topics we're talking about. Uh, I'll let you know who's on the panel, what we'll be talking about, or they can just be general Nintendo questions and, and uh, just whatever you feel like. That's Nintendo related, and these are what these fa- uh, final few questions are. Just Nintendo questions, and this first one comes from Bun. I feel like it's directed at Huber. How would you feel about a Resident Evil Classic Collection featuring Director's Cut 2 and 3 included? What special features could they have? Would the randomizer mode be cool? a cool feature to reintroduce? I would love to know what you think. So are we talking like an HD remaster collection know, they just or said, they remakes? Just, they just or? said classic collection. So what would you okay. want, Huber? Yeah, so if we did it, like uh, I remember at one point there was a really cool Metal Gear Mm. Anthology, right? Somewhere in there. HD collection? No. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the? There was like a legit Metal Gear. Oh, that old one. Yeah. You know what uh, I'm talking? That's Rich this... had one at Game Trailer. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was like a special. I know what it is. It was in the back. It was yeah. massive. It was a special thing. So yeah. if you did it, I would like to see one through three together. I think that's that's really cool. Because like Code Veronica and four, that's when you're kind of like. That's when it's getting away from it. What about the director's cut? Yeah, version? so uh, you have one through three, and I would want all the versions. Okay. So one, okay. you would have PS1, director's cut. Two, you would have original N64 version, Ooh, yeah. remake. And then same with three, having you know all the versions, PS1. Yeah, because there's like a Resident Evil 2 N64 version that's really sweet. But if I were to do it, I would blow it up. And I would have all the versions. I'd have it. Um, there'd be like a main menu where you could go into each of them. But then also on that menu, you'd have like behind the scenes, concept art. Like, yeah, blow it up. Celebrate this trilogy <laughs> uh, with oh, and, and with uh, the original and the remakes of each. You know? Because how cool would that be? Yeah. You could have these such cool featurettes of like... Yo, here's Resident Evil One. Here's the remake. Here's Resident Evil Two. Here's written like all these side by sides and developer diaries. It'd be really fascinating. You could really blow it up and like guide us through the process of a remake. You know, because remakes are fascinating. Yeah. I think they asked this specifically because uh, Four onward, uh, uh, besides Seven, yeah. was coming to Switch. Four, five, six coming okay. to Switch. Got it. But uh, we're not getting and and then remake uh, uh, GameCube remake. Yeah. Uh, came out as well, but Noah and Zero, sorry, <laughs> quite a few, yeah. but like the original ones have not come out on Switch, and I know people want to play yeah. the original versions. Also, RE2 remake and RE7, I don't think are quite. Po- I mean, they could obviously be downscaled, but Capcom's not doing that. Seven streams, right in Japan? In Japan, and yeah. I think it was a limited time thing. I think it's not time, going on anymore. Yeah. Okay, so there is no. I don't think they have any plans for those. But like specifically, would you be okay with just like the original, all versions of the originals, hundred percent, being in the collection? And then uh, the randomizer thing. Have you ever messed with like item randomizer? Yeah, randomizers mode? are cool. Um... I like it. I like randomizers, but at the same time, I don't. I do. I like the rhythm of like perfecting your run and kind of you know mapping everything out. Oh, okay, I forget where this is. Oh, I gotta go grab it this way. I like. I like kind of. I love watching people yeah. do randomizers. Like I love watching speedrunners do randomizers. Yeah. 
It's so much fun. Resident Evil, the one version is actually include a randomizer. One of them does. It might be the N64 version. Okay. There is one. Cool. I know. It sounded like they were saying, alluding this is an official thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, which one did One of them for sure does. I'm pretty sure it's N64 for Resident Evil 2. Pretty sure. Another reason that version's so. uh, Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. But yeah, don't mess around too much with randomizers. All right. Uh, Next question really uh, comes from. It'd be cool if Remake 3 had one. Throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can only be like, the, it's only the one campaign. Yeah. So it'd yeah, be cool yeah. if then they had uh, a. It would make yeah. a lot of sense. It would make there a lot of go. sense. Yeah. This next one comes from Gand Heezy. There's a very powerful Nintendo franchise that has been dormant for a long time that we kept, that we keep forgetting to talk about. When is Nintendogs coming back? <laughs> I think that Nintendogs could actually be a wonderful mobile title and wouldn't really need to have a Switch version. Thoughts, love, and respect. Um, so I just want to say that there is a game for Switch that came out last year called Little Friends, Dogs, and Cats, which is being touted as like the replacement for your Nintendogs fix. Nintendogs oh. and Cats, basically. Third party, though. Uh, yes, third party. Uh, but from the reviews, they said it's basically the same game. It doesn't offer anything new whatsoever, so it's pretty much the same old experience. Um, and they criticized that it went overboard like a little too overboard in some areas, like a little too much, like uh, there's something about like customization with outfits or something, like too many outfits for your dogs and cats. Like it focuses too much on that versus oh. like they could have spent that effort on like newer things to do. So it's too God. samey. Like it yeah, doesn't, yeah, like yeah. The, the, the fact that you expect some kind of innovative new thing from like a real Nintendo dogs and cats. But I just want to point out there is a game out there that is just like it that you cool. can go get right now if you want. But, uh, yeah, brain aged uh, brain training came back recently yeah. uh, on Switch as well. So ne- I'd say never say never. Never say never. Yeah, I think never. it's more likely to come back than like uh, a Wave Race or an F Zero. More likely than Wave Race. Is that a troll? Or no? That's not a troll. Wave Race. Kind of, they never get. Wave they, Race they is going to return in some capacity. I hope, all right. I, I really hope Uber. Just hold on tight. There was that cat game. I don't remember the name of it. Cat Quest? No, on uh, phones Quest. where it's like you you have you raise a bunch of cats. That sounds cool. I think it was Japanese, but it came over. I played the one where you knock everything over as a cat. Cat it's catastrophe. Pretty accurate. Or it was pretty accurate. I liked it. Authentic. Authentic. Uh, yeah, I'd like that to that to return that franchise. I think you could do some yeah. cool things on Switch. I, I, I think yeah, it was a, it was a big phenomenon on DS and mm-hmm. you know. But also, it, it's funny that game specifically. I think it's okay. For franchises to be time based or like era based, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was the touchpad okay. 3ds. It era. existed in the time, and yeah. Now it's, yeah. So it doesn't necessarily need to live on unless they really like. I'd rather have the next Nintendo. Yeah, like the thing that will fill that niche, but, but be a new idea. Exactly. Or if they could find a way to make it interesting with. Switch somehow. Yeah. Or and they also said, like, it doesn't even have to be on Switch. Like, one of their mobile <laughs> efforts. Like, they just put a Nintendogs cats on phone or something like that mm-hmm. as well. But well. I just wouldn't want them to yeah. shit it out, as you like to say sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Puke it out. Puke, Puke it, out. it out. Yeah, I wouldn't want them Puke to puke it out. it out. Okay. Only go back if you really, like, if you have something to say about dogs and cats, Nintendo. You got something to say. Yeah. Make yeah. a Nintendogs. Say, <laughs> yeah. say it now. Because the first one said so much. <laughs> so much. The, uh, the question is, dogs or cats? But a cat is not a dog. I love oh, This is a cat dog. All right. Take that, Judy M- Beth Dench. always calls me a dog, and she's a cat. Uh, That's how we roll. 
Yeah. Sorry, right. those are our moods. That that's that's I was gonna fits. say you're not a cat at all. No. You're not a cat not at all. Uh next one comes from Michael. Are you excited for the upcoming Animal Crossing New Horizons? As someone who has never touched any games in the series, I can't help but notice Ninten- the Nintendo love and care being put into this game, and it gets me pretty excited. What is the panel's experience with the franchise? Love and respect from Philadelphia. I played the phone one, and I know that story that makes me really sad to think about about that guy's mom. Uh, and I liked the phone one. I set myself a goal mm-hmm. of doing the treehouse. I did it, and then I stopped playing. Congrats. I didn't delete it. Though, because maybe the new one will interface with it somehow. Who knows? Smart. But, Good um, move. Yeah. Veteran move. Yeah. yeah. Veteran move. I thought right it through. There. I thought it through. I turned off notifications <laughs> and I haven't started it up it's since. It's like some seasonal item thing I think that's going to carry, that you could share, but like otherwise they're not actually going to, I think they said they're not going to have connectivity. Oh, okay. Which, who knows? They, they, Whatever. They can change their mind. You know, yeah, it's, it's not out it. yet. Not out yet. Let's not assume. But yeah, the new one looks cool. Yeah. I'm gonna try it out for sure. Yeah, oh, I played uh, the original, um, and I'm excited about the new one. I'm excited. I'm excited based on your excitement, as in the allies. You know, if the allies watching are really hyped on it when it comes out, if. Ben is walking through the halls talking about like digging some treasure up. You know, if everyone has their switches around, yeah, one hundred percent, I'm in. You can trade apparently, but if it comes out and like one or two of you are playing, you know, I don't know if that's going to be enough because like the, we were talking about it recently. Bloodworth brought up just how different gaming is today and how much of a part that plays into Animal Crossing. Like the whole the gimmick of Animal Crossing of like wow Brad had it at his house so I would go over to his house and interact with Animal Crossing you know right. whereas now it's like online and all that so it's just like a different vibe of feeling yeah so I, I'm like I'm really excited I can't wait but I definitely gotta gauge how everyone is feeling on it before I'm ready yeah to commit. I get I get that too also not even just like the change of that style but like thinking back again to game trailers days like when it was the popular system was the 3ds and DS. Mm-hmm. Like, syncing the system out and stuff. So, like, any of the, like, trading, swapping, connecting stuff was, like, everyone was doing. So, everyone in the office playing certain things and stuff. And it caught up. And, like, whereas here, it's, like, at your point, like, only even two or three of us. It's still, like, a chunk of us. But, like, it's not as, like, prevalent, I think, you know, in your face. And I like, think most ca- of us are going to pick it up. I, think I have so a feeling too. it's going to be. It might be a 7, 8. I don't know if it will be an all 9 game. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. are sure, like, Those are rare. Those are rare. The I Holy like, Grail moments, like, like Bloodborne. At least half of us will be playing Bloodborne Witcher. That That's week. why they were so crazy. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, everyone got both. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you, Huber. Uh, I'll play it while other people are playing it, probably. I'm not I'm not the biggest. I'm not. Animal Crossing doesn't speak to me as much as it did when, it, like, I first tried it out. Uh, my curiosity uh, for it was probably at its peak when yeah. I was uh, waiting for the DS version. And it was also a time when they were touting online for it. The first one, like, not only first online Animal Crossing, but also one of the first online Nintendo games for DS. And, like, the big the reveal of their new online service mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, it's free and everything. Like, the sky's the limit. All the Mario Kart's could also, you know, like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so good. Yeah. This is amazing and stuff. And, like, loved it for a month. And I'm like, I, I think I played enough of this. Yeah. I don't need to keep it up. It's also hard, too, because I think there is such a strength of it being portable like that's really awesome you know it, it seems so made for that but i live in la 
So the only gaming I ever do is either in this building or at my house. Right. So it's like... Because yeah. we drive everywhere? Yeah. This needs so again, cars. if you all have yours around, then I'm definitely getting it. The main thing I worry about is games that are based on time, like actual real life time, really stress me right out. If this is like your morning, brush your teeth, right. check your check house. Check your house, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. check what bells, like mow the grass or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't really know how advanced a, these games get. It's a running... <laughs> thing with it even they're, they're even self-aware of it that like you can change the system's clock to abuse that uh, and they'll get you'll get like called out in it for stuff but like if you play it faithfully yes that stuff is in there yeah you know, so i don't think as rigid as like i got that, stressed out by persona 5 and that doesn't even keep running when i'm not playing yeah it. <laughs> this keeps running while you're not playing Sorry about my runny nose, by the way. Oh. It got, like, bad during the I feel like doors. Persona 5, though, locks you into stuff. If you choose to do something, you, get, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you don't do that. Whereas this, I think, will... It'll be kind to you. Yeah. You know, go at your own pace. It's a pretty chill game. Yeah. It, I don't think it's... But I don't want to, like, boot it up, you know... Five years from now to see like all my animals dead on the ground because I like you got some them. cobwebs. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You might have some people who moved away. Okay. But hey, that's really intense, dude. Yeah. Time capsule, Animal Crossing. Oh, we should all go find it. Like, I should I find my DS version? Of, I don't think. It was yeah. Like, Unearth like, that. Oh my god, your, like, that would be a fun. Well, then Jones kind of do that when on Easy Living, bringing Animal Crossing or something. I don't know. That sounds it's fun. not. It sounds like it sounds a stream good. idea, a good for idea sure. Yeah, bring in the oldest, the oldest Animal Crossing we have. Animal yeah. Crossing that like works. And uh, wonder, dude, we'll I, see. And we could I could see Blood having a GameCube memory card lying around with oh, something. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I bet it would be blood. Does it? Does the game just calculate the time that passed between when you last played and now, and then so it reads the system time, that? and then like as you, yeah, as soon as it reads the time, it like does loads it, up. It's loading. It loads in like okay, the things okay, that have okay. changed. Yeah, yeah okay. it's not like it's connected like wirelessly right, right. connected it's to a server. It's not thinking constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Obviously, last question from Andrew. This month we've had a Pokemon Direct and a Smash Direct. Excuse me. Seeing as that is two major properties for Nintendo. What do you think will be in the next direct, or do you think? Basically, this question I feel is like alluding to: we had a Pokemon direct, we had a Smash direct. There has to be another direct, right? And if so, what will that direct be? Will it be a specific to a series, or will it be a big direct? It's gonna be Zelda. It's gonna be Mario. It's gonna be Metroid. It's gonna be F Zero. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be Wave Am Race. It's gonna be, I don't know, Cookie it Mama. Cooking Mama. It's, it's going to be Nintendo Dogs. All of your dreams Cooking and Mama more. Cooking Mama cross Nintendo <laughs> It's going to be all the Smash Brothers characters revealed all at once, too. All six of them. I think the uncensored be... version of Tokyo Mirage <laughs> Sessions Sharp FE. Even think... skimpier than before. Director's Cut. Director's With Cut. The, They're uh, all just naked now. The original now. version of the dungeon that got changed as well. That's, I think, the thing that makes everyone the angriest. They're putting dungeons... <laughs> Back into putting the sexy Twilight dungeons Princess. back in. Or, uh, What's it called Breath of the in Wild. Japan? It's uh, I forget the term for it. It's where someone wants to like look sexy, but it's not supposed to have anything with sexualization, like being actual sex or something. What? There's a what? there's a term for it. I don't know, but that's the theme of the dungeon that got like in what in in F Tokyo Mirage sessions. Oh. Yeah. So they're like asexual or something. No, like so they're wearing like uh like lingerie or something like sexy like you know like objectifying clothing. And now it's like something about like totally different theme and stuff, and it's like 
friendship or something. I don't know what it is now. I've been completely different. Yeah, I forgot already. But it's like <laughs> it's not like that. Donuts. You don't get to see scantily clad women yeah. anymore. That's what was like the whole brouhaha about that. I got I, news for you on the internet. <laughs> you can see whatever you like, want on that like, damn thing. I was about to say, you probably could Google those characters. No, yeah. don't. Please stop. Um, I do what you want. I think there's going to be one direct before the E3 one, and it'll kind of be setting it up. And I think yeah. the next one will be Zelda, this coming one. The next time we have a Nintendo Direct. Oh, okay. They'll yep. save that for E3. It'll be le- later. They'll save that for E3. Ah, I think you're going to save Mario in them, because they've already shown I don't shown think we're going to get Mario and Zelda in the same damn year. I do. Damiani's made me believe it. I so. think we would get a uh, <laughs> Metroid check-in, maybe. I mean, the next one will be Nindies, probably. It'll just be Nindies and like there is then a, a Metroid check-in or something. Okay, I think a Zelda check-in Before though, because they've already maybe shown a small it. Zelda check-in, like yeah. a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why. I mean. But it won't be big. It won't be like an all-out one thing. But a direct. Zelda trailer is big. Yeah. Oh, it is huge. That's <laughs> the hugest. The biggest. I thought you meant like an all-out direct about a Zelda, and I'm oh, like, too, way no, too no, soon. No, no, no. Way too no. soon. I think a classic direct oh, in, that, sure. in the sense, and then with a Zelda trailer. Yeah, a Metroid as that you think is the end, and then one more thing with a little bit of taste of Zelda yes. showing, like playing a Zelda in a dungeon, and then we all cry. Yes. More, and then, and then, more and then they also three. say one more thing: Dante's in Smash. <laughs> Are we dead wrong, Damian? Cautionary tale. Just uh, just be- a lot of people like to point out the past uh, patterns being evidence that something's going to happen does not hold true with Nintendo. Just because, oh, last two years there was a Pokemon Direct and then a Smash Direct, or last year a Smash Direct and then a Pokemon Direct, and within a week after, we had a big Direct. It might happen next week. It didn't happen this week. This is the week after. It's not yeah. this week. It might be next week. It might be next month. It be might one. be before E3. Yep. The thing is, don't, don't, don't hold your take breath. It, yeah, don't like assume it's happening because it happened before this way. Don't like just be careful. Yeah. The, the only safe things to assume in video games yeah. is that you will always be disappointed. Yeah, always go into a direct thinking it's going to be bad. Just because be, then you'll have fun no matter what happens. Just I'm on that. Be pleasantly right? surprised when they're actually announced. Yeah. I'm on that same thought, except I always hope there's going to be one. That's always my dream. Okay, I go into every one big thing. One big. That's all. I always I hope do. for one big thing too. One thing. Yeah, just one. I mean, I will say, yeah, they again, they. For the longest time, they've had one generally in the first half of the year, and the second half of the year, and an E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's been their – if you want to look at something that has a little bit more data, yes, they do follow data. that pattern pretty shout closely. Out. Data, dude. Data shout-out. Data shout-out. Analytics. Shout-out to analytics. <laughs> Industry trends. Who watches data? I think we're done here. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully there is a direct that happens sooner than later, so we have a lot of cool news to talk about next time. Do you think we will see Zelda before E3, Damiani? Yay or nay? I think so. Me too. I think we'll see something. I don't know if it's a trailer, but we'll probably see something related to the sequel. Zelda running on a wall while throwing a dagger into a skeletal... Skull. <laughs> a skeletal skull. Okay. Not a fleshy skull. Skeletal skull. A skull. Like a skeletal warrior. <coughs> a staphos. That's what they call it. Yeah, and she's Zelda. running on the wall and she throws a dagger. That's right. really neat. And then it blows up. You kunai. So it's exploding kunai. kunai. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And then she reveals herself to be part of the Yiga clan. And she comes yeah. out and she goes, Magical and butterflies. Her eye throw turns it. red. Oh my God. 
Zel- if you play a Zelda and she's bad, oh my god! And you realize the whole first trailer was a genjutsu. Oh None god. of it was real. Cease this! And I'm they, dying. And they pull back Cease the curtain, this. and you see the real version of the trailer. Okay, we're done here. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for submitting your questions for consideration for this episode of Friend Code. Uh, uh, also, we have some shout-outs for the month of January 2020. Shout out to El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford. Will Schmuck and Mr. One Luigi. Shout out. <laughs> and thank you very much to the two of you for coming in on. Uh, I think it's been two weeks in a row. We haven't recorded Friendly Code on the day it's supposed to have been recorded. But hey, we had Game of uh, Not Game Awards. Our Game of the Year Awards debate yesterday. As for 12 well. hours. Yeah, so we had to push this hours. a little later. That's why this is coming to you a little later than usual. So thank you. It's been a pleasure. Me. It has been, actually. It always is. I'm glad to hear that. And until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. 